you are listening to the Manfulness Podcast. I'm your host, Hamish Kramer. My mission here is to help create a more mindful man, a man that can express himself, can explore a deeper level of himself, become more balanced, become more conscious, and just create a better version of masculinity. I want to help the everyday man explore ideas of personal growth, spirituality, relationships, purpose, and love in a way which is simple, safe, and understandable. So I thank you for listening. So how do we help men open up? I get that question all the time from women who are trying to get their partner to talk more about how they're feeling. Um, and, you know, it's it's always a really interesting question because, you know, they desperately know the benefit of a man opening up and talking and letting off that steam, but often just don't know how to get him to do it. And often what I think women tend to do is nag, <laughs> constantly nag men, um, out of frustration as well, right? Because it's it's not something that they're trying to do intentionally to piss the man off. But I think they get to such a point where they just don't know what else to do, but to constantly remind them or constantly talk to them about uh, sharing their feelings. And I think women want men to share their feelings because they know about how healing it is once you do start that process of sharing how you feel and letting those emotions come. But I really think, you know, there's a there's a big mismatch on what it takes for anybody, men or women, to really open up. And I think men really struggle to set up those parameters. And what I want to talk to you today is about how you can help the men in your life open up and share more. And this goes for not just women who have a male partner, but for males and males, for males and their best friends. And it'll also speak to men themselves on how to help you open up so that you can share your feelings and feel safe in doing so. We have this charity here called Are You Okay? And I love charities. Um, They're great and it's all about mental health and it's all about taking the ownership and going and looking out for your friends and checking on them. And while I think that's applicable, I think that's a great thing to do, we should be checking on our friends. I think the most common response from are you okay is I'm fine or I'm good. The question in itself doesn't lead to an exploration. It doesn't lead to a deepening of the conversation. If anything, it's more of a deflection. And from the other person who's asking the question, they're not really skilled up or prepared to even sometimes deal with maybe the response if it is more than a, uh, I'm fine. If it's a not, I'm not okay. Most people don't know what to do in that situation. And I'm hoping that with this podcast, with this episode, I'm going to help you set up the right parameters to ask that question. Are you okay? Yeah, that's, that's, it, it takes more context. It takes more, uh, effort than just simply uh, are you okay and just asking that question and throwing it out there thinking that the person on the other side is going to be going oh now that you've asked let me share with you my deep dark secrets it doesn't work like that right and again I appreciate what the charity is trying to do and I appreciate the acknowledgement that they're trying to make but I think it's also giving the wrong impression that by simply asking someone are you okay I've done my bit and I really think that there's more we can do for men specifically, to make that question easier to answer. So here's what I do, right? 
I want to talk to you about what I do in a session because I do men's coaching, obviously, as you know, and I, 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 I'm meeting these men for the first time. And yeah, that can sometimes be an advantage because I'm somebody outside of their circle of friends. So sometimes sharing with a stranger uh, can be a little bit easier. But this is the number one thing that needs to happen if you're going to get someone, especially men, to open up and share about their feelings. And you need to create a sacred space. And what do I mean by a sacred space? Well, where my office is located, it's inside a gym. Now, I wouldn't take my clients to the gym while there's clients you know, around, while there's people around making a whole lot of noise. It's not the right environment. And I think sometimes when we say to someone, are you okay? We're not thinking about the environment in which we're expecting them to respond. It may be out in public. It may be where there's a lot of people around and we don't want to open up our emotions and be exposed that way. Um, it may be at home when the kids are running around and you know they're busy. It may be when you are overwhelmed with work and, and other things and, and it's not the right time or it's not appropriate. So creating sacred space is vital to allowing someone to open up and to share what's going on inside. It's almost a instinctive response. You know, if we think about animals in nature, um, you know, where, where they're always under the threat of attack. It's kind of that kind of feeling. No one is just going to open up and expose themselves if they feel like there's an external danger. No animal will do it and neither do we. And while asking someone, are you okay while we're on the bus <laughs> or in the car might not seem threatening, it can feel that way with emotions. When we're opening up, we're exposing ourselves. And so the environment needs to be safe. And so what I do when I get my clients to come in, we have a beautiful space, beautiful couch, and I have nice music, and it really sets the tone of comfort. It's like a little spa retreat. And we sit across the couch as if we're mates. The door's closed, it's silent, no one disturbs us, and it facilitates the potential for my client to share whatever is on their heart, you know? So that's number one for me. That's the number one thing is create that sacred space. And if you're listening to this, keep that in mind when you when you want to approach someone with are they okay? Or if or it's with you and you're you wanting to express yourself, it's about finding what is that right space for you, you know? Um, is it in your home or is it outside in a park or is it is it someplace in nature? It's somewhere where you can be intimate, you know what I mean? So that's that's step 1. The next part is when I'm working with a client I, I love to ask questions. And I think what a lot of us tend to do when we're trying to get someone to share uh, what they're feeling is give our opinion too quickly about how they're feeling. Oh, you know, you're not feeling good. Oh, well, that's because A, B, and C. And we're too quick to give their opinion. And, and that really just shuts people down because when someone has something that they want to share or there's something that they're struggling with, we need to give them an opportunity to share and to share that without judgment. And that's the key, the key to it, allowing them to know that whatever they're sharing with us, they won't be judged for. And you, you, you've got to see, I, I have so many men that come and see me and, and I sit down with them and we start having a conversation. I start asking them about their lives and how they're feeling. 
And once I get them on a roll and they start really sharing, you can just see the relief. The relief in them. Their body relaxes, their shoulders relax. Sometimes they get heated, sometimes they get angry. And I encourage it. I I encourage that emotion to be expressed. I don't judge them for it. But the transformation that can happen just from creating that sacred space and then allowing someone to share, knowing that there is no judgment in what they share, can be absolutely magical. And you can see someone's physical appearance change. And you can see them, the relief that comes into their body. And their shoulders drop and they relax and they start to breathe a little deeper. And that's really where you can start to get into someone and get them more comfortable with sharing, especially with with men, you know what I mean? So creating that space and asking them these questions. And as I pose these questions, how are you feeling? What has been bothering you? Um, do you want to talk about it? How, you know, what's what's been the biggest challenge for you? What have you been thinking about the most? These are kind of questions that I like to ask. What are you having a difficult time letting go of? Um, you know, how do you think things could be better for you? Uh, what worries you? You know, like these are kind of the questions I ask. And it just gives the man an opportunity to talk. I don't judge what comes back and I just I just listen. Inside of that, that non-judgmental conversation, I am giving my client 100% of my attention and presence. And again, we often try to ask someone when there is a lot of, uh, distractions going on. Maybe there's kids, maybe there's work, maybe there's people around again. And, you know, it's easy even for the person asking the question to be distracted. I treat communication and I treat that space as sacred. And I am focusing my eye contact with them. My body is turned towards them. And they know that my entire being is focusing on what they say and I'm listening so intensively hard. And again, this is another critical part of helping someone feel more comfortable sharing. And you, you know what it's like, right? When you do start to open about your feelings and you do start to become emotional and you notice the person that you're sharing it with becoming distracted or checking their phone or looking at the time, it instantly makes you want to want to crawl up and, and just die, just go back inside again. You know, it's, it's the worst feeling when you finally allow yourself to be exposed and open and the other person on the other side doesn't seem to be interested or is not honoring this leap you've made of courage, this, you've walked this plank that you didn't want to or crossed this bridge you were so terrified to and then at the other end of it, there doesn't seem to be any support from that person or interest from the person that you're speaking to. So make sure that you are eye-gazed focused, you're looking towards them and you're really listening and as they start to reveal more and open up more, ask more questions, look actively interested. Because this is how we can start getting those floodgates to really open. And that's when emotion can start to come up. And once they can see that that presence is there and the emotions come up, that's when we're going to get a really profound release and some really great transformation in the client that we're working with. And a lot of people feel uncomfortable when men break down or when men cry. And I love it, obviously. (laughs) I'm a men's coach and I love it. And I think people feel struggle with it because they feel uncomfortable. They don't know what to do. And there isn't a lot you need to do, I think. You know, if someone's really crying, 
and letting out emotion, I, I, just, I soothed them with my voice. I'm like, it's okay, you know, it's okay to cry. You can let it out. And I may place a hand on their shoulder just to be like, you know, this is good. This is healthy. Thank you for sharing them. Just really encouraging them and reinforcing that this is just a safe space and they can unravel and I'm there with them. And sometimes I just hold that. And sometimes we hold silence where they're just crying and letting something out or being emotional. And I'm happy to stay in that space for as long as they need. I don't need to do anything. I don't need to say anything in particular. I just let them have it. And once they've had that that emotional release, I simply sometimes ask them, how do you feel now? Do you, does that feel better? You know, reinforcing that positive notion that letting go of emotion is a positive thing. And most of the time, you know, 95% of the time, it's like, yeah, I feel better. I feel relieved. I feel happier. And again, you see that change in them. Their body language is changing. You see that stress kind of go away from their face um, and that happiness really, really creep in. So these are some of the, the great tactics that I use to build on, um, you know, helping men share what's going on with them. If you're finding that there's a men that's, uh, that's really difficult, you know, and God damn it, they're out there that are really struggling to share and you know you've set up the great setting and you're asking all the great questions and they're still not opening up that's when i show my vulnerability so i will then share something that i've struggled with or share something that's personal to me so i expose myself not literally i expose myself first and when we do that we make it easier for the person on the other end to expose themselves if they know that we've done it first. So then I might share something that happened to me and say, hey, look, I know you're struggling right now. I also went through what you're going through. You know, I also went through, you know, a difficult relationship. I also went through money problems. I also went through um, um, difficulties with children and anger issues and drug issues and this, this, and this. So I'm sharing some of those deeper secrets that maybe most people might not know about me. And in that, me opening my vulnerability, we create this level of trust, yeah? This trust between us, which then again makes that other person feel more comfortable in sharing. And again, once I've shared myself, I'm back to asking questions. And as I ask, and as I answer those questions, I'm not adding any judgment to it. I'm not adding any judgment to what they're saying or what they're thinking or what they're feeling. And I think that's such a great process to help people open up and transform even more. Now, to those that are sharing, yes, it does make a difference who you're sharing with. Yeah. There are definitely people out there that are not equipped to, uh, you know, deal with your emotions. And I'm speaking to men here. There are people that are not equipped to going deep in conversations. I have many mates that I would not share my deep, dark secrets with because I feel like it'll be made fun of or it won't be taken seriously enough. Sometimes our wives or our partners aren't always the best person to talk to because they're emotionally invested in us. And there's many things that we do that probably triggers them. So we may be saying, oh, I'm frustrated with the kids. And your wife might be like, are you kidding me? Like, what about me? I'm frustrated with the kids. So it doesn't allow for that opportunity to share emotions and to create that non-judgmental state because that person is too close to you. So you really want to find someone that can be neutral. 
You want to find someone that isn't emotionally attached to you or the outcome um, and that can really give you that neutral perspective and create that space for you. So as you can see, with just those little hints, it's more than just saying, are you okay, right? It's more than just going to someone, are things good with you or you seem a little bit off, is everything good? We need to upgrade that majorly. And it's a great first step to ask the question, but what we can really do is to just go back and through these points, set up a really great sacred space where you won't be distracted and people won't interrupt you and that person can feel safe in that space. Number two, really create those questions. Ask people deeper questions. Let's go further. What's really going on with you? What are you worried about? I've noticed this in you. Is that true? really starting to look interested, allowing ourselves to be open to them, giving them an opportunity to share what they're saying, not interrupting them, and providing a non-judgmental space. So as they're saying these things, we're not going, oh, that's a bit harsh, or get over it, mate, or come on, she'll be right, which we men do that, right? Just listen, Yeah. And then give your, give your friend, give your partner that 100% attention. Turn your body to them. Look them in the eyes. Nod in understanding. Yep, I get, I, I understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm, I see. Just listen. Show them that you're focused. And then once they've said something, ask more questions. Be inquisitive about what they're sharing with you. And then finally, I think once you've done all that and they have shared, And if you've had to be vulnerable with them and share some part of you and you've done that, I I always love thanking men. I always love thanking them, any of my clients. Thank you for sharing with me. I think it's an honor. We, We really, if we take a moment and really think about what it would take for us to share something that was really important to us or something that was on our hearts that we wanted to share and we gave it to someone and we went and exposed ourselves, we know how difficult that is. So I always turn to my clients and go, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. Thank you so much for opening up to me and being courageous with your words and your sharing. Um, I really appreciate it. And and it's an honor for me to sit here and listen to you. I think it's really important. I think, guys, we we don't do that enough. You know, we think it's corny or we think it's gay or we think it's stupid. I don't know. But I, I, I instantly see the relationship change with men when I go, look, I just want to thank you for opening up and sharing. And I think if we can all really encourage men to share, you know, especially through men's groups or men friendship groups, thank them for opening up to you and sharing, it will really start this domino effect because then that man, right, he's shared, he's he feels relieved, he's going to be in a better space now to help maybe another man. And he's going to be more encouraged to do so because he had such a positive experience sharing with another man. And I think if we can all do that collectively, if us men can really come together and start doing that, I think we're going to see a massive transformation in in masculinity, in men, in how men work with each other. And I think the best part about it, we're going to start really teaching our young boys how to communicate between themselves. And wouldn't that be a fantastic legacy to leave for them in their lives to know that, yeah, they can talk about their emotions with other men and the, and, the, and, and other boys and the boys are going to take it seriously. 
and and find that as sacred and honorable um, as opposed to you just being a girl and you're just being a pussy and downplaying their emotions. So I, I hope that assists you. I think it's a great thing to consider now that we're moving into this new year and making some changes about how we can be better men, how we can be better friends, how we can be better husbands, how we can be better partners. And for those that have men in their lives, I hope this serves as a way to maybe break that ice. And I'm not saying it's easy. And you might use all these techniques and they still don't work. But with my experience, this has had a proven record with allowing men to really get there and open up. So I, I hope it does work for you. And hopefully we can start, you know, making it a better world for men, for women, for our children, and, you know, becoming better at communicating and, and communicating our emotions. Much love, guys. So I want to take a moment and thank you so, so much for listening and supporting the Manfulness Podcast. And as my gift to you, I want to let you know that I am giving away my free mini meditation course. Now, meditation has been an absolute game changer for me. It has changed the way I perceive my world. It has made me calmer. It's made me happier. It has influenced my life on so many ways. And I want nothing more than to share my experience of meditation and to hopefully assist and help you take up this beautiful ancient practice and you know receive the benefits of it in your life so if you're interested you can go to my instagram at manfulness men click on the link in my bio and you can get free access to my mini meditation course or simply go to my website www.manfulness.com.au sign up from there as well there's four videos i go through um, how to meditate how to set yourself up the benefits of meditation and there's a bunch of practice meditations inside of there to get you going and to further your skills in this ancient practice so that's my gift to you thank you so much for listening to the manfulness podcast and supporting me Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I would love to hear from you. So please tag me on Instagram at manfulnessmen. Hit me up, DM me. I would also love a review on wherever you've listened to. And please, please subscribe so that you can get more of my updates, more of my podcasts coming through. And if you feel, please share it with another man who you think could benefit from today's episode.